0: Hey, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about air cover. What is it? What's air cover? And does it actually cover you? Let's find out. Level up your hosting skills and become the master of your vacation rental business. The Vacation Home Health podcast community helps both new and experienced hosts Learn, grow, succeed, and profit. We arm you with the skills, tools, and motivation to get the most out of your businesses so you can cut out the busy work and get back to enjoying life. Whether that is sipping margaritas on a beach or chilling with your family on the couch, we want you to work smarter, not harder. Make more without sacrificing more time. I'm your host, John Candelario, and I'm so excited to learn with you today. Let's go. So, air cover. What is it? How does it help us as hosts? Is it something good? Is it something bad? Well, today let's talk about it. I love when new stuff comes out from Airbnb. When they do an update, I love it, love it, love it because it usually means for us it's a good thing. Unless you know, back then in the pandemic, when they messed with the cancellation policies and and we got the short end of the stick. That's a different story. But now things are looking more optimistic, and this air cover is an example of that. And they are advertising it as top to bottom coverage for every host. So, what does it include? Well, let's go through some of those highlights 1 million in damage protection, 1 million in host liability insurance, reimbursement for lost income, pet damage, covered, deep cleaning, smoke, steam cleaning a rug if a guest smoked, covered. Super host priority routing and fast reimbursements, um, check. And a 14-day filing window, that's the big one. This 14-day filing window, and it doesn't matter if it's a back-to-back or a same-day arrival, we still can report damage. That's the biggest gain we have as hosts with this air cover. That changed the game because it gives us more time to get our ducks in a row and submit the proper receipts and documentation to get reimbursed in the event of damage. Well, let's talk about this in a little bit more detail, as we all knew about the host guarantee, how it covered us from top to bottom, but it really didn't. Well, you know, it was a lot of promises and not a lot of coverage. Now that we have air cover, let's see how it shakes out in the next several months. Let's see how the Resolution Center actually handles the claims process, because you're saying central to the claim process. The actual process is the same. We first go and ask the guest for, for the money, for the damages they cause. And if they refuse to pay, we go to Airbnb's resolution center. They open a claim, they ask the guests, they figure out what happened. We both submit documentation and an explanation of the, the event. And then Airbnb acts as judge and final jury on if we are reimbursed. So that's staying the same, but what's changing is what it covers. They're actually addressing pet damage. They're actually addressing deep cleaning. So that's that's really great stuff. But are they doing it to help us because they know we were hurting from those damages? Or are they doing it because they want more pet-friendly listings? Or because they want us to lower our clean fees? They don't want us to charge as high for security deposits. So maybe they're doing these things to make the company more attractive to guests. Or maybe it's not one or the other. Maybe they're really making this move For both the guests and the host communities. So whatever the case may be, this air cover is an update that is here to stay right now. And we need to learn what we need to do to make sure if we have property damage that this air cover works to our benefit. So first is first, take appropriate documentation. That means if there's damage, go in there and take pictures, ask your cleaner to take the pictures, ask your inspector to do it. And make sure it's timestamped because you're asking for the date and the timestamp and the address too sometimes. There's a great app on the iTunes store. It's called timestamp app, timestamp camera, and I'm sure they have it on Android too. And you can use that to take these timestamp photos. So if you need to submit that appropriate documentation, you have good evidence of the damage. Also, step two, make sure you keep really great receipts of your furniture, of your linens, of anything that you think can be damaged and may need to be replaced, you do need that documentation, those receipts, to make sure that you can do the claim the appropriate way. I'm going to tell you two stories about two hosts. One's name was Charles. Charles didn't keep any documentation. They took no pictures. He was new at this a guest came in. They were really messy. It looks like they had a Thanksgiving feast in there. They left all the food on the counter. His rugs were stained. He had a vase that was broken. A TV fell over. So he did have that property damage, but he didn't have receipts and he didn't have good after photos. Like He had good photos, but they weren't detailed. So he was only reimbursed $400 and they did $4,000 of damage. Those are rounded numbers, but that's that's not good, right? That's a total loss of $3,600. So another host, Melissa, took appropriate documentation after she had a, a group of smokers and she took pictures of ashes, cigarette butts, um, cigarette butts outside, her ring camera picked them up coming in with cigarettes. So she was successful because she had documentation of the, the house rule being broken and she had receipts of her, her linens that had ashes and holes um in them so she was able to get reimbursed through the resolution center so make sure you're not the first host but you're the second one and you're taking appropriate documentation because that is the key to air cover and that's the key to make sure you're reimbursed um, there's different creative ways to take security deposits off of the platform. That's a topic for another day, but this is the best way to make sure you're protected on the platform with air cover. Is air cover any better than Verbo or Vacasa Insurance? Not really. I mean, every platform has their own form of insurance, their own form of coverage for the people that use it because it's in their best interest. They know we are trying to mitigate risk in our vacation rental businesses, and this is a great way to help us mitigate the risk of being an operator. So there's some really good stuff here. It's not all bad. I I know I'm not the biggest fan of the Resolution Center, but there's some good stuff in this air coverage. Let's just see in several months how many hosts actually have good experiences with it. Again, I reiterate, the 14-day thing is so cool because in the past, a guest would check out, do damage, and if another guest checks in the same day, Airbnb told us it didn't matter. We couldn't get reimbursed for that damage. So for us that had like busy occupancy and busy calendars that were stacked and someone left, someone came in the same day, that was horrible, right? But now with air cover giving us 14 days, it doesn't matter if it's the same day arrival departure because they're letting us have that 14 day window to submit documentation. So that is a really cool difference this time around. So the nitty gritty about the Airbnb host liability insurance, is it a good thing? Is it a good policy? Well, previously it was known as host protection insurance, and that was a primary liability insurance program. It covered legal responsibility to a guest or a third party. If they got hurt or they had their property damaged or stolen during their stay, this insurance would kick in and provide coverage of up to $1 million as a primary liability insurance. And this would apply first, regardless of if you had other insurance policies that you may have obtained. So it covered bodily injury to a guest or to others, damage to property belonging to a guest, theft of property belonging to a guest. It covered also like the common areas and neighboring properties. If you had a legal responsibility for damage caused by a guest to those common areas at a property, it would also cover that. But it wouldn't cover some things. It wasn't, you know, one coverage fits all. There were a lot of things that this Airbnb host liability insurance of a million dollars, a lot of things it doesn't cover. It doesn't cover bodily injury to guests that are not a result of an accident. So if there's an intentional act of harm, like a fight, a shooting, God forbid, something like that happens, you're not covered. It's only accidents. It's not anything intentional. And today the world's crazy and there could be something intentional. So you need to know that you're not covered from them if that happens. And also if there's intentional damage, like someone breaks their property or another guest breaks another guest's property at your house, not covered. Um, If your property is damaged and it's intentional, not covered. If you have assault or battery or anything criminal there and there's expense or loss associated with that, you're not covered. And if there's bodily property damage or anything out of the transmission of a, a disease, hopefully that never happens, but you're not covered either. Um, like any claims brought against one insured party against another, you're not covered for that. And if there's an inability, or inability to access or manipulate any sort of electronic data Corruption of electronic data because they're on your Wi-Fi and there's damage to their devices, you're not covered. Um, any sort of crime, you're not covered. So you need to know that that stuff, if you need extension, an extension of that coverage, you need to go out on your own and get a better supplemental insurance policy or homeowner's insurance policy or a business policy that covers some of these things. And if you need to use this liability insurance, hope you don't, but they have a, an intake form. Airbnb sends you the questions, you fill it out, an adjuster gets involved, and they settle the claim. So it's good because you have some degree of coverage in a million dollars. It's a lot of coverage if it falls into the covered category. But there's a lot of stuff in, in this policy that it doesn't cover. So you need to be aware of what of those things are. You can opt out of it, but it does cover you automatically um, when you start hosting on Airbnb, assuming your business is legal and all of that jazz. So that that's that insurance policy. That's what it covers. So if you take your knowledge of air cover now and what their liability insurance will and will not cover, you should be in a good place to understand what gaps you have. And then really think about supplemental insurance or if your homeowner's insurance is actually going to cover some of these things. Or if you need to go out there and talk to a professional and get good coverage so you can have peace of mind should any of this crazy and bad stuff happen. So the big theme I want you to take away here is that Airbnb is ultimately going to be the judge and jury of the claims process. So while they do advertise covering a lot of things in practice, what I've seen in my experience doing this for a very long time is that they are going to take the guest side most of the time. So it's basically, you're going to have to prove their guilt. And I don't like taking an adversarial stance towards guests because the guests are what we do. Like we aim to please them. We want to create the best experience possible so people can keep coming back year after year, but they will take the guests side. Okay. They will take their side. And if you don't prove the damage, and you don't have the documentation, it's like you're going to court and and the support agent is the judge and they can very well tell you, well, I'm sorry sir or ma'am. We can't reimburse you for any of this because you don't have the proper documentation. I'm sorry, bye-bye. They can tell you that if you don't take good documentation. So take that seriously, take those timestamp photos, make sure you have really good receipts and a good write-up and uh, invoices because that will protect you, that will get the ball in your court and it'll give you the ample evidence so you can be successful when you go through the claims process. But that's my biggest criticism of the company is they usually take the guest side because the guests are the ones placing the bookings, but they forget that without the host, they don't have any property to rent out online. So you know they need to juggle that the best way they can, but they can't leave us as hosts and businesses in the dark holding the bag when, when damages occur. So remember, although they're saying you have air cover, you're covered by air cover, it doesn't mean that you're always going to win those cases. doesn't mean you're always going to get reimbursed. So take the appropriate steps to make sure you're protected. Get that supplemental insurance. Make sure your homeowner's insurance is good. Take the steps that you need to take that to make sure your business is protected so you don't assume, you don't have these false assumptions that you're always covered with this air cover because sometimes you're not. Sometimes the insurance won't kick in. Sometimes you won't be reimbursed. So Take good documentation, fight like heck to make sure that you have a good chance of winning those claims. But if you don't, be ready and be prepared and put yourself in a better situation. I know you can do it because you're smart and we're gonna work smarter and not harder here at the Vacation Home Health Podcast. So I'm so excited you tuned in today to level up your hosting skills. Please comment, review, share the love, and please join our community because we'd love for you to be a part of it so we can all learn and grow together and master the vacation rental game. Thanks for being here today. Looking forward to speaking next time. I'm your host, John, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.